1: After seven
2: years of dating, Carrie Rogers' dream finally came true when she tied the knot with her high school sweetheart.
3: Lonnie was funny, a hard worker,
2: dedicated dad, and he was a really good husband. He was a family guy and a good provider. But underneath Lonnie's strong work ethic was an ugly obsession. We found leg restraints and handcuffs. He's hurt so many people. And when Carrie found her front yard littered with police one day, she'd discover that everything she thought she knew about her husband was a lie. The things that he was hiding, it's disgusting. When it comes to love and marriage, things aren't always as they seem. Growing up in Prunedale, California, 15-year-old Carrie Rogers thought nothing was cooler than cruising the main drag with her friends. We
3: kind of just go five miles an hour. We just like, you know, just listen to music and just kind of hang out. I wasn't looking for anything other than that at 15.
2: In the summer of 1991, when one of her friends introduced her to 18-year-old Lonnie Keith from a neighboring school, Carrie couldn't help but notice his flashy car. My friend asked
3: him if he would take me for a cruise, and he said yes. Can we go for a ride? He was older. I liked his car. There was definitely something about him that caught my eye. At the end of our time together, I just gave him my phone number. I'll call you. And I wanted to hang out
2: more. Before long, a romance took off with no stop
4: sign in sight. She brought him over, and I liked him right away. He was a nice kid. He was friendly, just a, a good guy.
2: Over the next two years, the high school sweethearts spent as much time as they could together. When Carrie graduated high school and Lonnie enrolled at a university two hours away, she knew she'd be following him there.
3: thought that that would be really fun, to finally be able to just have an adult relationship. So I was really excited.
2: In September of 1994, the two moved into their new apartment ready to live life in the real world.
3: I worked at a grocery store, so I bought all the groceries. It was a lot of fun kind of playing like a married couple.
2: Of course, their relationship had the telltale signs of any young couple figuring things out for the first time.
3: I found that I was the only one cleaning and cooking, so we had arguments. But I had to just bite the bullet, and we had to just compromise.
5: You're right. I'm sorry, all right, from now on, you know, I'll make time, I'll try and help, all right?
2: Yet six months later, Carrie and Lonnie were arguing over more than just dirty dishes.
3: I walked in one night and saw Lonnie watching porn on TV, and I was livid. Lonnie, why are you watching this?
5: It's not my fault. I invited my friend over, he said he wanted to- You guys are
6: watching porn again.
2: Lonnie claimed the videos weren't his.
5: It only
6: just started... I want you to stop this, Lonnie.
5: Absolutely. Come on, you know me. It won't happen again.
2: But when Carrie caught Lonnie watching porn several more times by himself, she felt she couldn't ignore this new habit. I just felt really
3: disrespected.
2: Here I see these, like, you know,
3: beautiful girls. I'm thinking, wow, like, it must be me, it must be me. I
1: can't take this anymore.
0: I'm leaving, Lonnie. Hey, come on.
2: Carrie moved to Paradise, California to be near her mother and attend beauty school. Still, despite the geographical distance between them, Carrie and Lonnie were never truly apart. I definitely missed him, but we talked every night. When Carrie suggested Lonnie start taking classes at Chico State University, just like that, the two were back together. The young couple moved into an apartment 20 minutes from the campus, and this time they wanted to make it serious.
3: We've been talking about getting engaged and I was excited to take it to the next step and to be Lonnie's wife.
2: Unfortunately, the engagement wasn't a magic cure-all for the couple's issues. I would wake up in the middle of the night
3: and Lonnie wouldn't be there. So I crept into the living room as quietly as I could and caught him watching the pornographic material again. What are you watching?
5: (laughs) Nothing, what are you doing up? Then
3: quickly he'd try to turn it off, but I knew what it was. I wasn't stupid.
2: When Carrie discovered she was pregnant that October, Lonnie's bad habits no longer seemed like a deal-breaker.
4: I told her was a lot of people do watch it, and that didn't really bother me that much. That summer,
2: the soon-to-be parents said their vows in a small ceremony at a local park. Three weeks later, Carrie gave birth to a baby boy.
3: It was neat to see Lonnie be so excited about being a dad. It
2: was just a really fun time. But Carrie's happiness would be short-lived when she discovered that old habits die hard.
4: He was a monster. Everybody was totally shocked.
3: I was sick to my stomach. I thought, this can't be happening.
2: In the summer of 1998, newlyweds Carrie and Lonnie Keith were thrilled to welcome a son into the world. We had a whole new role being parents
3: and not just a couple anymore. We were now a family. So that was really neat.
2: By 2002, they welcomed two more children into their growing family. After graduating and becoming a physician's assistant, Lonnie began working countless hours at two medical centers, one in Chico the other 35 minutes away in Oroville. The
3: hours were very grueling. He went to work at one hospital in the morning until about four or five, and then went to the other hospital around seven.
2: After the birth of their fourth child in 2010, it seemed the steam was hissing out of their relationship. I was home with three preteens
3: and then a newborn. It was a lot of work. He was hardly home. I felt like a single mom. I can't keep doing this. You don't help around the house. Something's gotta give, Lonnie. We were not intimate anymore. Just can't keep going on.
5: I know it's tough right now, but once we're out of debt, it's gonna be a lot easier.
3: So it made me think,
2: okay, maybe I could just suck it up and just deal with it. One day that October, just before Halloween, Carrie's husband received an unusual text message.
3: I wanted to play on his new phone, but when I was on it, I intercepted a text. What it said was, send me a picture of you and the kids in their costumes. I said, what is this?
5: You can't see it, okay? It's work
3: And I said, okay, like, that didn't sound like a work-related um, topic whatsoever.
2: Something told me, you know, that it wasn't right. That night, Carrie decided to look into their phone records.
3: I came across a number that had come up quite a bit in the last, you know, couple of weeks. So I went ahead and called it. I immediately started yelling at him, asking him what it was. What
5: is this? What are you doing? Are you having an affair? No, it's not what you think. I I don't believe you. We're just friends. She's a coworker. There's
2: nothing. We just text. Completely rattled. Carrie couldn't get beyond her suspicions of Natalie.
3: I found out where she lived, and I went to her house.
4: I just kept thinking, you know, Lonnie wouldn't do that. But Carrie kept trying to find evidence of him cheating.
5: What are you doing here? I am not having an affair with your husband. I know you're seeing him. Leave me alone.
2: Carrie wasn't proud of her actions but she was determined to get to the bottom of the gut feeling she had that Lonnie was lying. And she was finding plenty of other bizarre things to question.
3: One day I went into the garage. I just started like kind of looking around for a box that had old VHS tapes. I found zip ties, thigh high nylons, and a syringe that had fluid in it. I definitely thought that that was weird. What is this? He said, the nylons, those are yours. And the needles, those are left over from the night before, left in his lab coat, and he forgot to discard it.
5: The zip ties are for basic stuff that I'm doing around here. I mean, look at this.
2: Why are all
3: these things hidden?
2: Lonnie confessed he felt the need to hide everything from Carrie because she made such a huge deal out of even the smallest things. But Carrie knew better. I thought that the items were
3: for his mistress. I thought they were doing weird things.
4: I say, gosh, Carrie, you're being really hard on him. He's working the late shift. He's tired. You know, I go, you're nagging on him. I go, back off. Just let it go. With
2: four kids to care for, Carrie felt she had no choice but to trust her husband.
3: I had nothing else to go on. He had the perfect answer to every single
2: question. One year later, it was getting even harder for her to believe her husband when an unexpected package arrived in the mail. And what Carrie found inside made her heart
1: skip a beat. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Janice from Warner Brothers
5: Discovery. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one bestselling author of The Happiness Project. And every week, she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as, follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for your year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like, are you an overbuyer or an underbuyer, a morning person or a night person, abundance lover or simplicity lover? And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast available now for free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.
4: I couldn't believe that he would do anything like this. It was literally making Carrie go crazy.
2: I just had had enough and I wanted answers. In December 2011, Carrie Keith was having a tough time believing her husband Lonnie was faithful, especially after an odd package arrived in the mail. When
3: I opened it, there were uh, women's thigh-high nylons with lace at the top. And I said, what is this?
4: Well, listen, it's not what
3: you think. He said they were for me.
5: It was a Christmas present.
3: That was something that he liked me to (laughs) wear on occasion. So I just figured he'd pick them out.
5: Why in the world would I ever cheat on you?
2: Lonnie was saying and doing all the right things, including insisting they see a marriage counselor. But none of it was sitting well in Carrie's gut. Lonnie said that this other
4: woman and him never had an affair. But in the back of her mind, she still felt that Lonnie was lying.
2: When the new year came, Carrie suggested Lonnie move out while they attend counseling to give her some space to think. It didn't last long. The
5: kids miss you.
2: The pair remained in close contact, working on their marriage together.
5: I'm going to try to change. I'm going to stop snooping. I want to
2: make this work. Carrie allowed
4: Lonnie to move back home in May 2012. He was starting to be more caring. They were going to counseling, and I thought, well, maybe it was working. But it always
2: seemed that just when Carrie had gotten a grip, something else would happen to send her back into a tailspin. That August, Carrie awoke in the middle of the night with a strange feeling. Lonnie wasn't there.
3: I thought he should have been home by now. So I quickly got on my phone, and there was a tracker that came standard with the phone, and I just started tracking him.
2: Her husband was nowhere near his job. He
3: was in downtown Chico. I immediately thought of the mistress. My first thought was
2: she moved to Chico. Furious, Carrie called Lonnie, who insisted he was 35 minutes away in Oroville at work. I said, really? Um, Because I
3: see you right now. You're in downtown Chico. All of a sudden, I started seeing the dot move on the way to uh, the freeway to head south back to work. See you moving.
2: I'm at the hospital.
3: Why don't you prove to me that you're at work? Why don't you call me on the landline?
2: Forty minutes later, Lonnie did just that, but Carrie knew what she had seen. Uh,
3: he calls from an Orville work phone number and um, says, Look, I'm here. And I'm, you know, thinking to myself, well, yeah, because you drove back. He explained Oh, these GPS things, they mess up all the time. Why are you lying to me? I was very frustrated. I just didn't trust him. It felt like he was definitely messing with my mind. And there were times where I would go in into my bedroom and just cry.
2: Carrie wondered if she was going crazy, but she wouldn't worry much longer.
3: I had woken up at 6 in the morning. I texted Lonnie and I said, another late night, and I didn't hear from him.
2: Carrie got dressed in a hurry, convinced she knew where he was, at his mistress's. I wanted to catch Lonnie in the act. I just needed to see
3: his car. I had to finally have the proof. I opened up the garage and...
4: Are you Carrie Keith?
3: Yes, officer. I saw a Chico police officer. I thought that Lonnie was in a horrible accident. I couldn't believe that this could be happening.
2: I was terrified. On the morning of January 27th, 2013, Carrie Keith feared the worst as police swarmed her front yard. I asked the police officer oh God, what's going what on. It has there been an accident?
0: We can't talk about that right now, but we'll talk. About it. Come on inside.
2: When detectives explained what was happening, all Carrie could
6: do was sit in stunned silence. The Chico Police Department had been um, engaged in an ongoing investigation, kidnappings, and sexual assault cases that had been taking place
2: at Chico State. Over the last two years, 11 assaults were reported around the Chico State campus. Police set up surveillance, and the previous night they noticed a car cruising the area for over an hour. Investigators
6: watched the vehicle, and when it failed to come to a complete stop at a stop sign, they had probable cause to um, pull the car over. And they made contact with the driver, who happened to be Lonnie Keith. They noticed some blankets in the backseat area of the car, which was significant because uh, one of the victims said the car that she had been put into as being like a cave of blankets.
5: Might if you take a look around the vehicle.
6: The officers were alarmed by what else they found. They found syringes loaded with clear liquid. There were two pairs of nylons. They also located athletic tape. Going to
5: explain what's going on. Going to Police to the station, didn't buy it. Instead, so they out. brought Lonnie to
6: the station for further questioning. The stockings were significant because a victim had said that the person that grabbed her off the street was wearing a stocking over his face. Two remember being zip-tied and tape being used on their mouth or their eyes and being injected.
2: When police obtained a search warrant, they discovered more disturbing
6: evidence. There were zip ties found in the trunk of the car, leg restraints, and handcuffs. There were vials of Haldol and diphenhydramine. And in combination, it basically knocks personnel.
2: Officers immediately arrested Lonnie, charging him with rape, assault with intent to commit rape, and two counts of kidnapping.
6: We believed that everything was ready to go. The car was set up, the windows were covered, the syringes were loaded. All he needed to do was find somebody.
2: Carrie was completely dumbfounded. Her husband of 16 years was a stranger. I thought this
3: can't be happening. You have the wrong person. But then I started to really think back on the
2: things I that I'd found. Things. And Carrie couldn't forget the night Lonnie's GPS tracker placed him near the Chico University campus.
3: I feel like that night he could have been on the prowl looking for a young girl. I was sick to my stomach just thinking that my husband could be responsible for this. I
1: don't understand.
3: I think I had on these blinders. Every time I found something, I thought, oh, that's for the mistress almost like she was a decoy
0: your husband's been having an affair with a woman at work
2: to make matters worse carrie's suspicions about the affair were also true lonnie's co-worker natalie admitted to sleeping with lonnie for over a year lonnie would always make me feel like i was the crazy one
3: like i was just looking for for things to be wrong but it was exactly what i thought
2: and then some just before Lonnie's trial, the police were able to link Lonnie to a third assault that occurred before the other two in the spring of 2012.
4: We were just trying to get through the first two and then to have a third one pop up. Everybody was totally shocked.
6: We all believe that Lonnie was responsible for more than the three that he was charged with. I can't even wrap my, my mind around it.
1: A former Chico physician's assistant changes his plea to guilty today.
2: In August of 2014, Lonnie accepted a plea deal, copping to three counts of kidnapping and one count of forceful rape. Lonnie's DNA was found on one of the victim's underwear. He couldn't lie his way out of it. Lonnie Keith was sentenced to 26 years in a California state prison. He took away a lot of our hopes and our dreams. It is a good thing
3: that he's in a place where he can't hurt anybody anymore. It's just a sad thing that it had to come to this.
2: Carrie still doesn't know for sure
3: what changed in Lonnie. It saddens me to think that Lonnie was this guy that maybe I didn't even know. I've never been able to get answers from Lonnie. He still um, won't admit that he is behind the rapes. Even though he did take a plea, he will not um, take
2: responsibility for this. Perhaps one day she'll find the answers. But in the meantime, Carrie's determined to move forward in life. Carrie's been set free because she knows where he is, can't lie, and he
6: can't
1: hurt anybody anymore.
3: I have four kids. Without them, I probably would have given up, but I think they make me stronger. I can't let them down.
6: Nickelodeon was kid everything. But that marked one of the darkest chapters. Three predators worked
2: at Nickelodeon.
0: It made me wonder who was being hurt. Quiet on set. An ID true crime event. Sunday, March 17th at 9. On ID and stream on Max.